Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It was good to hear Mark Sack or uh, Mark Saxon. I'm thinking Mark Saxon because he screwed up the uh, Hall of Fame. I'm telling him he screwed up the Hall of Fame ballot by not putting Scott Rowland on it. But uh, it was good to hear Mark Sauer this morning here on 101 ESPN. And he name-checked Mike Claiborne. Claibs is with us now, as he is every Tuesday, on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I am doing well. How about you guys? Good. We were talking about Mike Keenan. How do you remember the Mike Keenan era? And specifically, 25 years ago this week when he and Jack Quinn got fired, Quinn replaced by Mark Sauer, and eventually Keenan replaced by Joel Quenville. Boy, uh, tumultuous. It's probably the best word to describe uh, Mike Keenan, Ron. And, and I say that uh, I got along with him great. Uh, you know, there were a couple of things that he was really intrigued by, and one was when he coached that Canada Cup Series with Gretzky and Lemieux and that bunch. You get him talking about that, and all of a sudden he's going to give you a starting lineup that night. Uh, an interesting guy who I talked to maybe about a month ago. And uh, but it was it was he kept everybody on their toes here in St. Louis. There's no doubt about it. And I got to tell you, you could have brought in just about anybody after him, and St. Louis would have embraced him. Uh, <laughs> his relationship with Holly was was priceless. Uh, not to mention some other players who just didn't know where they stood with him. Claves, once he was finally out of out of the Blues, what was um, what was kind of the state of the Blues then? How bleak was it when Mark Sauer and everyone had to come in and clean up that mess? Well, the first thing first thing they had to do was make a decision on keeping certain players. Um, you know, Keenan they went out and, and found a bunch of guys who could play for him but just couldn't play anymore. Uh, you know, you had Adam Creighton and a few guys like that who just didn't offer much. But, you know, at the end, you know, what Sauer and Larry Plo were able to do, and, and thankfully Bill Laurie had all the money in the world to spend, they had a pretty good run. You know, you think about some of the players that they had, whether it was Pronger or Fuhr or Pierre Terjean. I mean, they had some really good players on that team. And until the, the most recent regime, uh, they were as successful as anyone. They just couldn't get to the cup. And, Mike, it's amazing to look back. And I, I was actually going through rosters this morning. 16 of the guys that played for Keenan in his last game as Blues coach wound up being on the President's Cup winning team three years later. So it wasn't yeah. like he couldn't evaluate talent. He just didn't want to keep it around once he had it. Well, he, he really was a guy who didn't like guys who pushed back. And, you know, I, I think the telltale was when he traded Kelly Chase, I think it was like one of the first moves he made. Well, the first move he made was trading for McKinnis. And then uh, he, he traded Kelly Chase and, and because I think he knew Kelly Chase was a guy who had an opinion, you know, he was a hardworking guy and one of the one of the most dedicated players we've ever had. But I don't think Keenan wanted any rumblings because he knew 
at some point he's going to have to deal with Brett. And, you know, we know that didn't work out as well as everyone thought it could have. But, you know, it was um, it was an, an interesting time to see Mike King. And, and his press conferences were priceless. By the way, we should note, uh, like we said, Mark Sauer mentioned you as one of uh, his favorites from, from in town. And Mark Sauer goes down to Florida with the idea that I, he didn't want to be involved with pro sports anymore. So he coached young kids in basketball and over the years has sent about 150 kids to college doing it just because that was what he thought his life's work was at that point. And, and he's still doing that. He is, Randy, and probably one of his most prized uh pupils is Traquan Smith with the New Orleans Saints. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Mark took him on at an early age and got him through school, through college. And, you know, Traquan had the dubious distinction of catching Drew Brees' record-breaking uh, touchdown pass a few years ago. So uh, he, he's done a lot of great things. And, you know, one of the great things about going to spring training, we always make it our business to connect at least two or three times uh, while we're there, whether it's lunch or dinner or whatever. And He looks great. I'm telling you, I want to look like him when I'm that age. I mean, he's still got the Pat Riley look about him. He's paddleboarding every day. Uh, you know, he's got that that he's got that foundation working, and it's it just it keeps him busy. And uh, he he's one of my favorite people. Clay, let's talk about the NHL now. It's pausing the season early uh, before the planned Christmas break because of several COVID outbreaks. They're trying to get a handle on this situation. How do you think this pause is going to affect the NHL and more specifically the Blues? Well, you know, it's something I think they had to take into account because, you know, you've got the, the the holidays coming up and, you know, you want to try and get this thing under control, at least where fans can come out. You also have to address the Olympic thing. And by the way, I don't if the, if the NHL goes to the Olympics, then, then they're, they're doing every fan in this country a disservice. Um, it, it just doesn't appear like it's going to work. But, you know, maybe it's a time for the Blues to maybe heal up a little bit, but also – maybe give them some practice time. You know, you look at the schedule and how condensed it is. They don't have much time to practice and work on things. And with so many new faces and so many younger players, man, I I tell you, I think Craig Berube would love to have a couple of practices where guys could, A, know each other's names, but B, work on a few things, especially when they get on the road. And they're going to have days when when they don't go to the Olympics to make up these games that they aren't playing right now. There's going to be – obviously there will be – arena issues but for example toronto has six dates open during that three weeks that uh, they the olympics would be gone there are going to be plenty of open days for every game to be played yeah and i, and I think the, the key there is randy it, it won't be as condensed to the point where guys are playing three and four nights and things of that nature and i think that's really what's caught up to uh, a lot of things in the nhl the lack of practice uh the covid issue throw in the fact that you're playing a lot of games back-to-backs and there's so many other things that go into it. Sometimes your body just doesn't hold up. And, you know, for a young player, he hasn't hit the wall yet. You know, the wall normally hits you around January 15th, and that's when you really have to push the reset button. So we've still got a couple, three weeks before that takes place. And I think that that sometimes spurs injuries as well because guys physically haven't dealt with such a physical challenge that they're playing with so many games in such a short period of time. Hey, Claves, let's touch on the Mizzou games tomorrow. First of all, the Armed Forces Bowl down in Fort Worth. I'm somebody who really doesn't care about the results of of bowl games when Mizzou is in it. How about you? What do you think? 
Yeah, I, I don't really. You know what I'm doing? I'm looking at who's going to be part of this next year. I, I want them to go down and account for themselves well, okay? I don't want them to go get run, in, run out of town or anything. But I, I think this quarterback situation is one. Um, there's some other guys I'm sure that Eli Drinkwitz wants to have a feel for before he goes into spring ball. So, you know, it's a fact-finding game for me more than anything else. So it's something that I think we probably ought to take a closer look at regarding that element. And then tomorrow night, Michelle's fighting Illini in the McBride-Holmes-Bragan rights game over at Enterprise. Take on Mizzou, and I, I can't find anybody who feels good about Missouri. Well, maybe the team does, but you're right. I don't think anybody else is excited. I mean, you know, and I guess the, that, that taste, that bitter taste of Kansas is still in our mouths. Uh, the Utah game was a good game. Uh, you know, they're playing at home. But let's face it, this team just hasn't come together. And I think they're more of a situation where um, when you have so many transfers and so many guys who don't know each other for one reason or another, I think we're seeing the remnants of what happens when the portal is wide open and you're getting players from everywhere and you don't know why they weren't playing there, whether they're character people, whether they don't have a skill level. So many things go into that equation that once you put them all in the same room and think you can get away with it with a few practices, I think this is what you have in the University of Missouri. Clabes, we always love what you do online at YouTube. People can go to Clabes online and check out all of the great content that you have. And even during the Christmas week, you guys are working away. Christmas is is a very sacred day, but it's not a day we stop working. So we'll, we'll have some stuff, some good stuff up. They're certainly talking about Mizzou uh, from tomorrow night and football and basketball. And then kind of take a look at some hockey as far as where do we go from here the NBA is in full seasons, full swing on Christmas Day, so we'll have quite a bit of stuff going. All right. Claves, Merry Christmas. Thanks so much for the time. We Thank appreciate you guys. it. Take care.